0: What is up, everyone? This is Crystal. Hello to whoever may be listening to this. Anyways, I've decided that as we get the ball rolling into the year 2023, I'm going to practice using a different medium other than writing. And for some of you out there who've seen my YouTube, uh, I've actually decided to experiment with different audio formats and see what happens. So some of these tracks are going to be just spontaneous sort of musings, ramblings and such. So just follow along if you want to learn a little bit more about what's going on in my head that I don't have time to articulate in writing. Um, So yeah, today it is Thursday December 29th and I was speaking to a friend earlier about the fact that people are making their new year's resolutions for 2023, they're thinking really critically about where they want to be in a year, and I was actually thinking back to how this time last year I purposely did not set any goals because at that point I was at such like a low place in my life where I felt sort of like my will to live was being sapped by the standards I was having for myself. So, I literally just gave up, and I'll link it in the show notes, um, there's a post, basically, that talks about how, what if this were enough, um, basically, like, what if every single moment was already enough, what if I didn't have to prove anything, um, and, yeah, I just really let myself hit rock bottom, as I have many times in my life, in order to have something to stand on. Then what was left actually was realizing, oh, now that I have just completely given up on being the person I delusionally want to be, and I have more creative room now as a result, who is that person I want going to be then? And I decided to actually start thinking of things differently. And I read some productivity like books and blog posts since, and this is definitely not something new, but You know, if you're listening and you want to hear my perspective, here it is. So a big thing is to actually set intentions and habits and processes instead of goals. In this way, you're, you're trying to build actual habits that will eventually get you results, but you're not necessarily measuring or focusing too much on timelines of like where you should be at. So instead of using external metrics, you're more so trying to create internal systems. Now where this can get dicey is if you like make it a goal to write like a hundred years or sorry, a hundred years, but a hundred days of content, for example. This is a great like intention, but at the same time, if you don't make it into a habit or a process, you don't think about like where in your day you have time to do such a thing, it won't stick. And So when someone's like, oh, I want to make like a hundred blog posts as opposed to I want to do some writing every single day for a hundred days, regardless if I get like the content I want out there. And I think that is a much better process. And then to actually think more deeply about the process in a detailed way, you should think about like, yes, for a hundred days, I'm going to get up at like 9am, sit down at my computer for exactly one hour and just write and then just that will be the habit that'll eventually get me to being able to produce more posts than otherwise. So intentions and habits and processes, they can be very powerful and they can actually really help. Um, but this is where I sort of differ from the LinkedIn posters. I actually think that there's a lot more to habit creation and momentum. Um, And part of that is actually I think emotional regulation. I actually think that accountability with friends is something that people don't think too much about when it comes to like goal setting. Like it might occur to them but then you give up because there's no one in your life that you can do that thing with. But what's more powerful is I think actually just having like a group chat of people to like uplift each other or talk to those people when you're not meeting your goals can actually create the momentum for you to have a place to emotionally process because a lot of times your goals are basically results of like you desiring something. Like there is inherent emotion in desire. And of course, if there's positive emotion, like this is something I aspirationally want, there'll be negative emotion when that fails. So I think creating accountability pods with friends that also have like intentions and processes that they're trying to get underway I think that this is a great thing that people miss out on when they're studying these. And I didn't like formally have like a friend group to be like, hey, I'm gonna set this intention for 2022. Will you join me? Like I said, last year, I was not in the best state. I was literally like, not suicidal, but definitely like just kind of giving up on being like a regular productive member of society. That being said, I did not by design, but just kind of like by way of the wind I suppose, I ended up with like a really solid group of friends I spoke to regularly throughout the year and these people pushed me and gave me momentum towards like the goals I ended up having when I realized I could actually get things done more than I thought. And having that place to emotionally process was fundamental to me being able to do things. like. When people look at my year, 2022, they're like, that was like the most productive year, objectively speaking, that you probably ever had. Like I literally moved cities. I got like a new, basically like full-time contract job. Um, I made like hundreds of new friends. I like grew my Twitter account, again, not by design, but just literally by vibing. I grew my Twitter account, like, I don't know, by like a thousand followers without actually putting much effort in. Um, and yeah, I like met someone I'm like interested in dating. And these are all things I did not believe at the beginning of 2022. I would have. And I do not think that without the social momentum of, um, friendship to talk about these feelings around these standards we have for ourselves with, then I would have never gotten this far. And the key difference here is it's not an accountability group. Like, please, for the love of God, this is something where you should feel safe, you should not feel like you're gonna get your wrist slapped, it should be like an encouraging place where someone can like gently like ask you to be honest and you've opted into being honest but at the same time you're still there to like you know be like come as you are like it's not a place for judgment but it's also not a place for like coddling right and this is like a hard kind of thing to set up and it kind of depends on your pre-existing values and relationships with people already but I definitely think it can be done. So yeah, another thing I will say is, I feel like the, uh, like the peer pressure of society where you see like everyone doing so well, everyone's goals happening and all these things. Um, people only talk about the goals that you know they had and then they actually fulfilled and achieved. People are not public about their failures. And so now that I've talked about the setup of like having accountability with friends, or sorry, not accountability with friends, more like emotional sort of accountability, like the commitment to being emotionally present with each other with friends, I'm going to bring up another concept that I want to talk about, which is basically the idea that you should set this in addition to your positive intentions, habits, and processes. And it is the failures you anticipate. You should literally write down every single thing you like want to achieve as a habit. And you should also write down in gritty detail what you anticipate will probably happen. Like, th- you will hit snooze on your alarm, you will literally compare yourself to someone who has a bigger substack than you and get upset. Literally write that stuff down. And then also write down the ways that you'll make excuses to not do things, the ways you'll be like, blaming other factors, the ways you'll delude yourself, and yeah, the ways you'll break your own heart when you realize that, oh, like I am not doing what I wanna do. And this is not so you can feel more guilty, but it's so you'll mentally prepare yourself so when you run into these roadblocks, you'll know that you have to loosen the resistance and you won't be like surprised implicitly that you have, quote, failed, because everyone is going to fail at these goals. No one is actually that great at adjusting their expectations to match reality. Everyone who's a dreamer who wants to get anything done is going to be met with resistance because you're essentially trying to rise above and the force of gravity with change is that you will be knocked down because people... It's controversial I suppose, but I believe people aren't really built to rise up. They find that in themselves, but I don't think anything in society would set you up naturally to be a riser unless you break from the mold. So one of my favorite authors, Mark Manson, talks about the concept of which sandwich you're willing to eat, what pain you're willing to handle. And I think that this is something that people really miss out on and don't think about. They don't think about comparing pains of two different things that they don't want. And they think about which thing do I not want more? Which thing will hurt more? The thing that I don't want to hurt more, I will put aside, I'll do the other thing that like hurts less. But with the realization that no matter which way I go, it's like a rock and a hard place. So which one's harder, the rock or the hard place? And I think if more people thought this way when they were making resolutions, it like they would not be like as able to get thrown off course, thrown off kilter, thrown off the course because they'd already be mentally prepared, mentally adjusting. So I think that this is something that for the next year I'm going to be thinking about. I already have actual intentions and processes again because after this year worked out splendidly, I feel like I found the way to get myself to create momentum and to actually get what I want. And the main thing that that comes down to is to anticipate the failures, is to anticipate the hardship, is. And to commit to doing it anyway, to be happy that on principle, I can sleep at night knowing I've tried my best and I'm not like, you know, letting myself not do that. But I'm also not beating myself up for a result that might not be easy to get. So yeah, at the end of the day, I feel like I've struggled, especially as a Capricorn Sun with achievement and failure and all these things for most of my life. But I finally seem to have cracked a code in the last two or three years because even when I was at my lowest in 2021 this time of year I didn't hate myself like I felt like a failure but I didn't identify with it like I knew that it was still worth it to try for things even if I felt bad that people were like quote unquote ahead of me and this is how I ended up being able to move to New York in less than six months was how I was able to cure a lot of my mental health struggles and deal with like friendship breakups and like grief and lots of other things. All of this was worth it. And I think that looking at life from this perspective was also what made it worth it. So if there's any advice I can give anyone, it is to start the year off this way. And I really do believe that if you just put these things in place, you'll be at a lot better headspace to tackle the rest of the year. So yeah. Thank you for listening and hope to see you again soon.